everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the So She Slays podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey. And today we get to hang out with our dear friend, our girl, Essence Amon, the founder of one of our favorite skincare brands, The Established. Essence, please talk to us like you usually do. Talk dirty to us. <laughs> Not a prob. Please. <laughs> um, I miss you guys so terribly. I'm like so excited to be doing this again. I know. Thank we're you. so excited to have you here. And for today, we're bringing you back because the established is such an established brand. Did you see what I did there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you, girl. I see you. <laughs> anyways, anyways. I love that. Um, love you it. are a very much like a, your well-known brand. And I think you did a lot of trial and error to work on starting your brand. So for this podcast, anybody listening, we're going to be talking about starting a brand and what all three of us wish we knew when it came to starting our own brands and our own businesses. And then we're going to talk about breakthrough moments uh, in our brand journey. You know, when you are trying and trying and trying, then all of a sudden you're known and what to do in those moments. And then we're also going to go into, um, you know, what it takes to be featured on other platforms. You know, Essence is going to talk a little bit, hopefully we're crossing fingers about her being featured on Poosh and that kind of stuff and how that opportunity came about. So Let's just dive right in and let's talk about what we all wish we knew when it came to starting our brand. Who wants to go first? You guys know I'm like nervous Nelly over here. Yes, but the established did quite a bit. And now, you know, you've made it so far. Like what are what are some things you wish you knew about your brand, though, before it even got to where it is? Yeah, like what what do you wish someone would have told you? You know what? It's it's so funny because I feel like the answer is probably like not what people would expect, at least like early starting entrepreneurs. And I feel like I was always kind of seeking like this, like these sort of like really tangible answers, like, okay, how do how exactly do I get from A to B to C? But in the position that I'm in now, I feel like a lot of it is around mindset. A lot of my, a lot of, you know, the things I would do differently would be around like reshaping my train of thought and um, having the utmost clarity about what I'm building. I think clarity is probably one of the key things to have nailed before you go anywhere in your brand. And um, I think in retrospect, you know, when I started, there were a lot of things that kind of came at me, which is fine and normal. I think to some degree in any business and you learn and you adapt and you pivot or whatever. But I think, you know, starting out, have clarity, have clarity, know what it is that you're building, be rooted in it. Um, know your differentiating points for sure. And like, don't overthink it. I feel like a lot of what I did in the beginning was just like, so overthinking and like, so like just waiting on perfection when really I think like the answer is just clarity, clarity and authenticity. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you ever, okay. So all brands 
grow, right? And they morph and they kind of, you know, they're your own little babies, right? They have their own little seasons in which, you know, some things work, some things don't work. And sometimes you do the rebrand and that kind of stuff. Um, do you ever worry about any of that? Like, what what's my brand going to be growing? Like, what's it going to look like? I mean, Chauncey, we can speak about So She Slays too and like our growing pains. Because honestly, like, I feel with established, like, you are growing so rapidly like it's something that does probably cross your mind about like do i need to rebrand soon do i need to do this tactful soon and i know with like so she slays heather and i we went through a few rebrandings just because like it's been a we've been a company for almost like seven years now so of mm-hmm. course we had like different website layouts different like messaging there's like different like it's mm-hmm. always the same the same mission but the message the mission has become more broader and more like not just like a certain niche like we're open to so many things now but it did take a lot for us to get there just as individuals as adults because we're growing as people but yeah. I think as a brand like we're encompassing so much so how do you feel about that like Girl. yours is growing so good like I see established everywhere do you yes that's like that's why, that's why I stalked you in the first place you forgot <laughs> how I got you forgot how we got to this <laughs> friendship <laughs> you know it's so funny like when you're like in your business so much sometimes no, no. like you have no perception of like the outside <laughs> awareness of like your. it's like so funny oh same <laughs> yeah we all know like, when people say it to us we're like oh thanks like oh we you, follow like, you what like you know me like what um no but yeah I've seen your I stalked you I remember seeing you on push and mm-hmm. I was like Oh, and then I saw you on Glossier and I was like, okay, so I have to be her friend because, <laughs> duh. So basically I stalked you and I still see yourself everywhere. Like I have people say, oh, you have it established on your website. I'm like, yeah, like that's one of the homies. Like that's I stalked wild. her. I love it. So yeah, we stalk you. No big deal. I love being stalked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, you kind of, you really hit it on the nail, like with what you said, as far as like, like evolution I I think it's so funny because I do kind of even now I get a little worried sometimes I try not to get stuck there but I do have these like natural feelings around like I don't I don't want to get copied or ripped off or like I don't want to get to a point where like people are so desensitized to this minimalist look that like every because everyone's doing it and um you know and and honestly we are at a in a position where we like for some reason we do get ripped off like a lot like I get copied a lot um we know (laughs) yeah and so that's been something that's been really really tough for me to navigate on the one hand it's sort of a compliment it just is a testament to you know the resonance of your brand and what you're building um, but on the other hand I think a lot of people don't understand the time the years and the experience that goes into getting your brand to that point. And it's not something like I didn't start out from, you know, day one and have this all mapped out. And it's the established that you see today. Like we've been through so many different design iterations and packaging iterations and, you know, product names. And there's some products that I had at one point that I don't even carry anymore. And like, that's like years of experience and trial and error in like phases and evolution and then you know so it can be really frustrating to see people kind of just come in and just like rip you off I mean same design same product offerings with the design and you know it's happened to me a number of times but um 
you know, I, it, it gets me down sometimes in the moment. Cause it's super frustrating. Cause I'm like, okay, these, these people might have more money than me. Like that is a reality. Like they might be able to come in and completely crush me. And like, nobody even knows where they, the original came from. Like, that's a reality for me sometimes, um, that I think about, but, um, I mean, I don't know. I just think the solution for me is like to be really confident in what I'm building, which I am. And I just think that like, our key differentiators are so strong. And I think that our brand really resonates with people in a way that's unique and um, authentic and interesting. And so I think I just have to, to trust the universe and you know, how far it's got me here with the brand and how people relate to it. And I don't know, I just kind of sink into those feelings and I don't really, you know, it helps me not to worry so much about the noise and what the brand has to be. and you know, just be present because it's going to evolve on its own, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if there was a single time there, Chauncey and I are just like, oh, it's time for rebranding. Like, I, I think know. it was just one of those things where we're like, we're naturally. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we should just uh, get a new update, website. Update the website <laughs> or try this caption, like, or try this, like mm-hmm. something different, but also with you, Essence, like Essence is established for me. Established is Essence. Do you see yourself being, do you feel yourself being the, the walking brand all the time? Like, you know how people like to feel like, I am this person. Oh, like, for, yeah. yeah for like, it's like, so she slays. Like, I know that we are the brand. So yeah. like, we know that. And like, trust me, at first I was like, oh, we're just the people behind the brand. You know, like, we're just the people behind. Now I realize oh. people look to us mm-hmm. as individuals and I realized the past recent years, how do I have to actually put our face to be more the brand, which we have, uh-huh. but I, you have to be careful what you say or do because your brand reflects you and the, the, you are the brand. So when I think of established, I also always think of you It's automatically one the same. Do you uh-huh. feel pressure to hold that to a standard, like how you perceive yourself in public or what tweets you send out or what TikToks you make? Because you know what? I'm- everything. And it's <laughs> really crazy to think because- that. I'm actually laughing because this comes off the heels of I lied to you not last night. I got a call from my girlfriend. She's going to die when she hears this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but hey, girl. Hey, girl hey. But, um, no, I'm dying laughing because I last night got an emergency phone call from my girlfriend. She like FaceTimes me. She's another beauty brand founder. And she's like, you can't like tweet things like this. Like you can't like say these things. Like you're a founder. Like, well, you she know, like you. Well, I mean, was it valid though? Like, did, did you reflect and be like, okay. You know, I, I definitely didn't take back what I said. I didn't think that it was inappropriate, but I will say nervous. <laughs> I will say this, you know, and it, it wasn't about like the actual like statement or anything yeah. like it, because it wasn't that crazy. I think though, like I do have people kind of that in my life that kind of check me that are like, hey you know you might wanna you know and I just don't give a shit like that's the thing about it like I and I told her my favorite ever (laughs) like you know respectfully and I get where it was coming from it was coming from a a, A protective totally good wholehearted place like I wasn't even upset with her about it for for that reason, because I just, I knew where she was coming from and I didn't disagree with that. I think there is a sort of standard that you have to uphold as far as like, you know, your brand values and, 
you know, I definitely do think of myself as the established and the established as me, like it really is very much so like one entity in so many ways. And it's funny because like when I launched, I didn't feel like it was that way. I was very much like the man behind the curtain. Like nobody else yeah. was like, you know, like, like Wizard Kelly, like. <laughs> you saw a proud family. <laughs> like you knew I was there, but nobody ever really saw me. I'm sorry. Let's just back that up. You call us a proud family, <laughs> Wizard <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> my dog watches the proud family. Yes, my okay, dog the proud family was a good show. Okay. And I hate that we all talk about how much we love the proud family, but you said Wizard Kelly. That's like Kelly. a universal like, reference, <laughs> but like, you know, like it's like, the you know, it's like, yeah, you know how it's there. But I wasn't really presenting myself in a way that it was like, oh, like I am my brand. And I think like as the brand sort of just it, it grew and evolved and I saw this sort of need for people to like uh, connect with me because they really just wanted to and they were interested in my story. And I feel like I was just counting myself out and counting out my story and how incredible and um, inspiring, it, inspiring it was to so many people. And so like, anyway, I, I say that to say it's got me to this point where now it is really hard to separate myself from the established. Um, I think people very much see it as interchangeable, but I think also, and like I told my girlfriend on that call, <laughs> um, you know, I definitely, I think that it's important to be mindful and I think that it's important to uphold your brand values, whatever those values are, but at the same time, like, I think of myself as bold and audacious and edgy and a little off the cuff and a little inappropriate, but in a whimsical <laughs> way. And, you know, it's unintentional and that's just who I am. But that's why it works for you. It works. It, it, but that's my thing. It's, it's working because that's authentic to me. That is who I actually am. And I just think that there is a level to which I'm not willing to change myself to appeal to anybody. I don't care how much money you put in front of my lap. I don't care who it is. I don't care what investor. I do not care. So like, I just don't like that is just, that's just my attitude. Um, And I think like, when I think about the established, I think the established kind of embodies that too. You know, I feel like our page is a little, it's a little different. You know, you're going to see some butt cheeks. You're going to (laughs) see a lot of skin. You're going to see some boobage. You're going to you know, I mean, you're a skincare company. I would, yeah, like it makes I mean, sense. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's artistically, it's artistically it's done. Tasteful. It's tasteful. Yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not, I'm not doing this in a way that is intentionally malicious no. or, you know, offensive or, you know, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm presenting it. I'm presenting, you know, minimalist beauty in another way that there are people that connect with this and like it but it's also successful for us because that's how I am and that's my truth and when I was building the brand I wanted the brand to sort of have that same voice and so um yeah I mean it, it just it's it's a it's a fine line but I do get a little, I, I get a little defensive because I'm like, you know, I just feel like I don't believe in this pressure to like be the perfect founder. Like there's, you know, like the Mark Zuckerberg founder where well, it's like- look at the founders now on like the Hulu, like We Crash, the Dropout, Super Yeah, Pro. it's like- Look yeah, how they were perfect and then you get to the truth 10 saying. years later. And then, but then I feel like the pressure as a black founder is even more it's, so. It's harder. Um, yeah, just because of the systemic barriers. And I get that. And like, those are valid. But at the same time, like, 
I'm not, I'm still not going to kiss ass. I'm still no. going to switch up. I'm still going to have an authentic person, authentic personal brand voice and, you know, skincare brand. I'm not going to sell out. Like, I'm not going to sell out basically. And you know, the minute people tell me they don't like it anymore, maybe I'll switch up, but people like it. So <laughs> keep it going. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can you just be a comedian on the side though like like can you just be a life coach like, when coach? I make money though like do you think if I like <laughs> people 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 crave like like authentic people like Heather and yeah. I personally in our friendships we, we crave authentic like real shit from real people and I think I'm like, that show makes... me all your messiness because yes. I have the messiness too. I have messiness. I... And like, <laughs> I am a me- girl back in the day. No, I'm like, a messy queen. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I'm going to own that shit. Like, I own why it. am I going to ever like try and, and I don't like, messy queens? Yes. And the thing is, I'm okay with it. At first, I was like, when Sochi plays, like, there's times that like me growing up as an individual, like, I've done things to people, people done things to me. And you get like nervous, like, that's gonna like hurt me in the future when the brand gets bigger. But I'm like, mm-hmm. if they want to go for it, we can go for it because it's a reason why I had to react the way I had to react with you. Mm-hmm. So if you came to Ain't me crazy for no reason, yeah, like if I had to like have a quote unquote done, it's because it was who said what first. But see, mm-hmm. I take things in the background, I'm not gonna just slap you in front of people, but I'm gonna really yeah, get no, you no, the back no. streets, no, yeah, no, no. I'm gonna get you the back no, no. streets, so but yeah, I think. I love that your brand is so authentic. I love that your brand is you, but your your brand is who you are as a person, your inner person, which is great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's talk important. about like brands and breakthrough moments. Yes. What was your breakthrough, girl? You claim to see the table. Okay. So girl, my seat at the table moment is one for the ages. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, just be, just like, be. I need, like, I need some tea. I need a glass of wine. It's no like definitely tea. No, not me ready to run downstairs and pour up a glass. Like it is like for sure kind of wild. So, I mean, yeah, I, I launched in officially in 2019, although I'd been concepting and been through a career change and had been down and out on my luck and struggling with money and all the things, you know, so yeah, like, so, you know, this, all the things we experience like right before we're turning 30, like, you know, that gotta love that Saturn return, but, um, But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I had been really kind of struggling, um, you know, I had conceived the brand and I had already had like a notion of like what I wanted to do with the brand and where I wanted to take it. But, um, you know, by the time that I had launched and like, I had had a website and, you know, I was like doing any and everything to, to build awareness and traction. It just, it wasn't really going anywhere. Um, and I think, you know, I have, uh, the lack of capital to thank for that. Like, I think I sort of like blindly started with $200 and thought like I was going to scale from zero to a million, like just by being this badass hustler. And that's just not how things work. You know, (laughs) like you really kind of need, you really, really need that coin to get that level of speed, um, and, um, and traction. So I think I, I was at a point where I had to get really crafty like I I don't even know if I was back to work at this time um I think I had maybe just gone back to work a nine to five as an executive assistant um which I hated it was miserable it was like at a tax firm I'm not an analytical person I hate numbers like the worst place for me to be 
Um, and I'm just, it was I just remember like every day sort of like wrecking my brain thinking of like ways that I could like build awareness and like grow my brand and get it out there and get it in the right hands because there was really no sales there was nothing I mean besides family and friends that would order reorder like what once every 90 days like that's not <laughs> anything you know <laughs> I love them to death but that's not revenue so um, I knew that I was in a place that I had to like build community and I knew that I had to like get it in the hands of some key figures. And, um, on my lunch break, I would like send these blind mailings. Like I would literally, and this was before, um, quarantine. So people were still at work. So I would Google the name of every beauty editor. I would, I would look up the address of that magazine that they were affiliated with. I would address them a beautiful little package I would send them a little note card with you know this is the established you know introducing the established you know whatever weird like minimalist body care brand based out of Philadelphia I'm essence I want to just send you this nice little gift you know whatever I would send it to any and everybody I could get my hands on anybody that had an address that worked at a magazine some local mostly national I would just send them stuff I mean and I had like really no excess inventory to be doing this, but I'm like, whatever, I got to take a chance. So I end up um, sending a package to Julie Wilson, who at the time was the beauty director of Essence at the time, ironically enough. Um, And I honestly, like I'd sent so many that I didn't really think much of it. Like no one ever got back to me. No one ever like you know, reached out and said, thank you. Like, so I just would send and forget it, put it up in the universe, you know? And, um, I will never forget one day I was at work and, um, she DM'd me, she reached out to me on Instagram and she basically was like, Hey, like, is this your brand? Like, I love it alive and using this product every day. It's amazing. Like, keep it up. Good work. Like, it was just like a pat on the back. It was super sweet, super encouraging at that time. I mean, this girl, this woman's got like a verified blue check. I'm like, I'm not seeing that kind of action in my DMs. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I was about to pass out on the floor at work. Like, like, wow, this is amazing. You know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you talk, I look, I'm like thinking of like a reflection of myself because I talk just like you and have the same action. <laughs> So it's like I'm creepy to see myself. It's very creepy to see like a mix of myself and my sister. Because my sister, <laughs> like, if me and my sister were one person, it would be you. And it's hilarious to me. I'm like, I'm oh, dead. Yes. yeah. Heather knows Quincy. We're both, you know, little, little, little queens in the streets. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I love that that's your breakthrough moment. Something that was so, like, small, you know, like, you just it was, did it. You just well, did it. Yes, but like it doesn't stop there. This is where the tea tea gets hot. Um, So, you know, that was kind of that. That was the initial message. I didn't really, you know, I thought it was amazing, encouraging. I felt great to have connected with her, but that was kind of it. And then she circles back like a couple of weeks later and she's like, hey, just so you know, I'm including this in Essence Magazine, like 20th anniversary, 25th anniversary or whatever. What? Okay, first of all, people who do not know Essence Magazine, you've been living on the rock, first of all. Essence is like the magazine for any Black household. Mm -hmm. Okay, any hairstyling Mm -hmm. place you've ever been to a salon, if you do not see Essence, or Jet Magazine, you are nobody. It was really meaningful to me because not only is it like my namesake, but it was like my first really big um, 
public like my really first really big feature and it came like a week before my 30th birthday and it was just really meaningful because I'm like I was struggling in my business for so long and I'm like I don't want to turn 30 and this not be successful and it was like a week before and God was like here girl um, <laughs> sit down shut up just take it just um but I think the tea is like I think this is why I kind of preach where it's really important to like stay connected to folks because you just never really know where like like these editors, they bounce from magazine to magazine. These buyers, they bounce from store to store to store. So, you know, even if something doesn't work out, you never know there might be an opportunity for you down the line with whatever job they're affiliated with next. But as it turns out, Julie Wilson, shout out to Julie Wilson. Like she's amazing. Um, completely, she changed the trajectory of my career 100%. Like I will never, like I have like feel indebted to this woman, but um, so she goes over to Cosmo, which she's now like the beauty director um, or something or, an, or another. I'm sorry if I'm like messing up her title, but at Cosmo. So um, yeah, I ended up quitting my job in June at the height of quarantine because I just hated working there so bad. And I just had this feeling that my business was going to blow up. I just had like a really, really strong gut feeling. Um and so I just was like, whatever. So I quit. And the, uh, the very next day I woke up and my phone is like going off. I'm like, what is going on? And I'm like, I see like Cosmopolitan tagged you in a post. And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> All these followers. So basically it was like, it was our very first viral moment, but we have Julie Wilson to thank for that. Um, she wrote this piece at the height of like BLM and George Floyd and all that, you know, she wrote this really big piece about like 125, like black owned brands to shop or, um, and she included us uh, and um, you know, we were tagged on Instagram and it just led to so much awareness. And from there, you know, that was our breakthrough moment. And then from there, you know, we opened up so many retail accounts and so many other people, you know, discovered us and, um, you know, we were able to land, uh, even more magazines from there. I think like L came next mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know what else, like a bunch of just like really, like really big name mainstream magazines, because like, once you get one really big feature, then, you know, the rest just kind of like follow, but that was what got us over the hump. And, um, from there I was able to stay full-time in my business since like I literally see you just have to you have to just keep going you just can't stop yeah and I think a lot of people just discount like what they can do with what they have like you know it's so easy to get caught up in what we can't do oh if only I had more money if only I had more funds or more you know investment capital or whatever but you know there's things that you can do you just have to be crafty and resourceful and I just knew I had some extra products on hand. I needed to get it. And like, I didn't have any customers. So somebody's going to use this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, sales, marketing, all that, all of it. it it's all, it's a one-stop shop over here. Yes. Like That's you have, to, you know, everything is like, I think when it comes down to it, founders are always like everything. You're the copywriter, you're the, you're the owner, you're the yeah. social media, the photographer, like, and you have really cool friends and family who will actually help you, but like you are that company. So you, mm-hmm. you are that person. Yeah. You're that person. I love how you said like everything I did was like I had to do, which is important. Like you felt mm-hmm. like in your body, like I'm about to turn 30. And that pressure of turning 30 yeah. is always just yeah. a pressure that just looms over everyone for no oh reason. Gosh. 
for no reason because it's like honestly like you're all you're right on time like Mm -hmm. you are right on time just like relax that's something I wish I could go back and tell myself like just relax and just just make the next day better than the day before and you're good you know right right one step at a time girl I mean I get it so I mean, you got featured in all of those magazines. Yeah. Like, how then do you start having your product get, you know, put on like Poosh and stuff like that? Like, like how, how, that how does that happen? Because last time we talked about Glossier, but now we're talking about like you were on other big forms by people. Like, how did that happen? Um. Honestly, now I wish there were more tea there. Um. <laughs> You're like, it's not as exciting. <laughs> But, you know, well, I, I feel like I manifested it. To be honest with you, I really? really, I mean, I, I, I wish there was like some sort of tangible, like some like some logical answer. But um, I just think I manifested it. I would just be at work, like when I had a job, and like on push, like reading all the articles, and like I just, I don't know, I just really wanted to, some part of it. Like I think I don't even think they had like a retail platform at that time when they first started they did it I just always like saw some sort of like coverage or something like involved with that platform and so um I mean when they reached out they actually reached out to me um and they were like uh um their like sales director at the time was just like hey Courtney and um this other girl, uh, what is her other girlfriend's name? I'm blanking. Is it Allie? No, but like they wanted me to reach out basically. Um, he was saying, and like, see if you want to be a part of the new, um, e-commerce platform that we're launching and like, you know, like, let's see if we can explore it. And I was like, wow, that's like actually wild. Um, And, you know, we sent them the products and it went through testing and Courtney loved it and the team loved it and um, they put us on the site. So we launched during Black History Month and that was like my first official founder interview. So I was like super excited that I like that interview still means so much to me to this day because it's like I never had like a founder interview. I was like, wow, this is official. Um, <laughs> Um, oh my goodness it's a big yeah I mean it was completely organic though I mean I I can't be like you know I I can't even sit up here and be like oh yeah we were doing all this outreach and like I like I have some I don't have like some sophisticated like retail outreach like wholesale program that I was like doing it like they literally just reached out and um I sent them some products and they loved it and they brought us on and um you'd be surprised how many opportunities happen like that in this industry it's just like organic Mm -hmm. word of mouth like it's just like you have good product yes I, yeah. exactly I think it's just like having the product having a good brand story having a resident brand like having a strong community having clear you know differentiating points um yeah I think it just you'd be surprised how much that serves you at the end of the day yeah. and I love how your brand is just like these specific products like you're not over saturating the market with all these different type of products like some people do and they mm-hmm. lose the true essence of like their actual like best-selling products but I'm really excited to see what you're gonna like add more to your collection because obviously I need to buy another thing of lotion actually while I'm looking at it right now because <laughs> I need yeah so you'll get that money pretty soon for me but yeah like do you have any products that you want to start expanding on for your brand you know what it's like I dip and dab like I I I think now I'm at a point where I'm 
pretty happy with our product lineup. I think as like small beauty founders, like there's always this pressure to grow and to offer more and to bring more into the market. And I think that it's really important for me now to just like deepen our our footing a little bit more within our space before I start really like adding on to our existing portfolio. But um, I don't know, I definitely toy with the idea of like more body care specific products. But um, I think the essence of the established is multifunctional, like products that are fluid and move with you. And like, I don't really want to get stuck in one category. So it, you know, it makes me a little hesitant to like say, you know, what I feel like I would bring on next. Um, if you would have asked me that like six months ago, I'd been like, yeah, I'm doing this, like, you know, body exfoliating, whatever, and this, and that, this, that, but I'm pretty happy with where things are. I think I'm not trying to get caught up in that pressure. Um, yeah no don't Don't. you start losing yourself and you start kind of losing sight of what you're what you started doing it for anyway trying to keep up with what everybody else is you know bringing to market and it's just a slippery slope I think I love that I love that um so to wrap it up a little bit what are the top questions that you need to ask yourself when creating your brand oh my gosh what are you doing this for why um if you have already started and you're like you know just getting your footing and you're having doubts come back to your why you know I think also it helps to think about your think about your final end goal the best advice I've ever gotten ever in business is this like think about your ultimate angle for your business it don't think about it in ways that like sound good to other people or what you feel like you have to do if you just want to be a little mom and pop and pass your company on to your kids great if you want to be the next Estee Lauder be honest about how big you want to be don't be afraid to be honest about what that end goal is for you and then when you confront whatever that is and whatever that looks like work your way back and think about the steps it would take you to get there what does it what does it take who do you have to connect with what type of person do you have to become what sort of skills do you have to develop i think that is like the best way to approach building any anything so simple but it makes the most sense oh i love that that was great advice i was like you have to put that somewhere in like a like a caption or something because that's solid advice that we don't think of when you're starting a brand and you don't really ask yourself that mm-hmm. unless especially being like a solo founder like yourself you had to like really deep dive into that like Heather and I we had each other which is yeah. great so we have to ask those questions but yeah I think that's great advice for anyone starting any type of like brand or life transition to be honest with you yeah well, I mean essence tell us where everybody can purchase things and find you and all of and that stalk stuff. you like I do yes Stalk us, please. Um, you can find us on Instagram at The Established. You can find us also on our website, www.theestablished.co, because we are millennials, honey. We do not do the com. Um, 
<laughs> you can also find us on Poosh and you can find us on 13 Moon. I love it. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. You. I feel like great words of wisdom for anybody starting a business, anybody starting a brand. And until next time, Slay Nation, we'll catch you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.